Hi, and welcome to the Hand in Hand Show, where caregivers and survivors have honest discussions about stroke. We are a part of Stroke Focus Podcasts. This is Cam, your host. And Kenny Carbolito. Today, we will talk a little bit about myself, and Kenny, my co-host, will do a short interview with me. Hey, this is Cam. I'm a stroke survivor. I'm on a journey. We have all had a stroke journey, but each one of us has a different story. You are not alone. My journey started March 21st, 2012, the day after my 52nd birthday, and of this recording, we'll be celebrating my five-year stroke anniversary. I'm not celebrating the stroke. I'm celebrating life, my progress, the ups and downs as it has affected me. I could not walk. I could not understand what was happening. My life turned upside down. I was a single parent used to doing a lot. I worked full time, had a daughter in high school and a nine-year-old granddaughter living with me. I had tennis lessons and tournaments, horse lessons and shows. I volunteered in many areas. I loved my life and everything changed in a day. I was scared and alone, or at least so I thought. As I moved on, I was able to drive within a few months and went back to work part-time. I still at this time work part-time, and this is hard for me or for anyone. I've moved on and learned to like the person I have become. Yes, I still cry at times for the old me. I am different, but yet the same. Life goes on, but yes, it is different. This was a page turner a script rewrite, a detour in life. I've embraced it. I do yoga, tai chi, circuit training. I've learned archery. I've learned how to ride an adult tricycle. Some of these things are new to me. Some, not so much. I do art and crafting and have tried many new techniques. My life did not stop. I've learned many coping skills. Uh, Mainly, I write notes, I email myself, I use notes in my phone, I take naps, I meditate. This is just my new life, a rebirth and relearning, trying new things, letting you know that while this new scenario is scary or traumatic for the survivor, it allows you to redefine yourself. This also does include the caregiver, the wife, the husband, the significant other, and even the children. All are affected. There is physical therapy, speech therapy, occupational therapy. All of this helps. But there is talk therapy and in-person and online support groups for all. Use these resources. Use Stroke Focus. Join us here for the Hand in Hand show and give us your ideas for shows. Let us show you the reality, but also show you how to overcome some of the problems you face. I did not like the new me for a while and had to grieve that loss. I learned about the new me, and she's pretty awesome. And more forgetful, nerdy, quirky, and fun, among many other things. So you said the stroke changed your life in one day, and when you woke up or the next day, what was your thought process? Actually, at least in the first even six weeks, I never quite understood what was happening. And when I went to the emergency room, I have to say they sent me home with vertigo, but I never made it out of the parking lot. I started blacking out. 
And they eventually admitted me with vertigo. And it wasn't for 24 hours or so that they realized this wasn't vertigo and started sending me for testing. And it was a physical therapist that had come in to teach me how to walk with vertigo. And they realized that something else was wrong and put me back to bed. And then all the testing started. So I kept saying, oh, I'll be home by the weekend. Right. And nurses then said, you're going to the rehab hospital. And I'm like at the rehab hospital and I'm saying, I'm going home this weekend. And the nurses would nod their head and say, yes, uh, you just keep thinking that, honey. Yeah. <laughs> there for six weeks. So I don't think I ever understood until much later what had happened to me. And um, did it affect everyone around you um, right away or later down the road? My granddaughter, I think, was quite worried about me. I don't think it really affected her so much at that time. Uh, Maybe a little later. Uh, My high schooler didn't hasn't even still talked about it too much. Um, but I, I do think it affected her because there were things that I could do and couldn't do anymore. And, and she had to compensate for some things. Right. Uh, you know, but she was a teenager. And so she did teenager things. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so she was, um, your kids were still in, or your kid was still in high school, huh? Yes, my youngest was still in high school. Yeah. So do you, how far do you feel like you came from that day to today? How far do you think you come along? You know, that's difficult to answer because, you know, I couldn't walk five years ago. I do walk now. Um, what I always say is, you know, I walk like a drunken sailor on a Friday night a lot. <laughs> um, you know, the floor comes up to greet me, all kinds of stuff. But Um, So in that respect, I've come, you know, 80% better than I was. I may never walk like I used to, but the same thing with with my cognitive part of my disability, learned many things that have helped me cope. So I'm not the same as I was, but I would say I'm so much better, I, I can't look at how far I need to go. I can only look at where I was. Do you feel like you're 80%, and 95%? Percentage-wise, where do you feel you're at at this time? I would guess maybe 80%. That's good. You know, all the way around. That's good. That's great. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, the vertigo, because it's the funniest thing you've ever seen. Is When you see me, I'm walking in the mall, and, and then I start drifting to the left. Next thing you know, I'm on the other side and my fiance is going, where are you going? I go, I'm just going to look at something, but really I'm drifting. And it's the funniest thing ever. I, I just don't want to tell her like, you know, she knows there's something wrong with me, but I think it's funny to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it, I mean, it, it isn't funny, but it is. I make fun of myself all too, the time. Yeah. Not in a mean way, but just like I said, I walk like a sailor on a Friday night. Lighten it up, yeah. There's yeah. nothing wrong with um, finding the humor in yourself. Exactly. And um, I, I find that when, I, when it happened to me, the first thing I was, I just giggled to myself, but it, 
It's scary. It's a scary thing. It is. And that's what we want people to know. But yet we want them to know, too, that it's okay, that things get better and, and don't look at how far you need to go. Look at how far each day you've come. That's and, right. You know, so. That's, that's exactly right. On your spare time, do you shop? Do you, do you go out? Um, well, what spare time I have, a lot of it is spent sleeping because I still have like brain fog and I do tend to do too much. But um, as far as things that I do, I do um, a thing every month called Healing Through the Arts and it's um, different kinds of projects. Uh, right. We've done ceramics and monotype printing and shibori uh, scarf dyeing and you know, just all different things there, uh, and trying new things with that. Yeah. Um, but I do uh, uh, another talk show, if I can tell you about that, on Brain Injury Radio um, called Cam's Corner. And I do that twice a month. Uh, you know, I still have kids, and I have a boyfriend, and he has grandchildren, younger grandchildren. So um, I get to play with them. Uh, you know, yes, I love to shop. I love antiques and uh, estate sales and garage sales, whatever anybody wants to call them, flea markets in the summer. I live in Missouri. I guess I should say that. Uh, yeah. So uh, closer to the St. Louis area. Yeah. Uh, so I enjoy all the different things that we have. We have great art museums and zoos and botanical gardens. So that's a lot of what I, I try to do. Um, is it true about your barbecue down there? Is it really the best? You know, I, I'm a Texas girl <laughs> originally. So um, I, this is really hard for me, but you know, the barbecue that I've had here is excellent. Yeah. I have a couple of favorite places. Right. Uh, so I would say, uh, yeah, I better give it a real big thumbs up. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, because that's what we hear down here. I watch um, Andrew Zimmern on, um, uh, what is it, Bizarre Foods. And he goes all over the world and um, he tries different things. But he said St. Louis has some really good barbecue. Yeah, well, and, you know, it's not even just St. Louis. I think Kansas City has a lot of uh, uh, good barbecue. I was just reading an article. I, I subscribed to this thing called Things to Do in Missouri. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was talking about the, the best, the 10 best places, and there were, like, three here and, and five there and just a <laughs> couple of random places. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Hand in Hand Show. We hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to keep the discussion going, please join Stroke Focus, the social media website dedicated to stroke survivors and caregivers. Stroke Focus is S-T-R-O-K-E-F-O-C-U-S. Stroke Focus is a part of Wohala which in Mandarin means I have survived. 
If you wish to be a part of the show or would like to be interviewed as part of the show, please contact us at contact at strokefocus.net. 